I'm David Cross, and you may know me from my election integrity work, but I also own U.S. Asset Management, a family-owned and operated investment advisory practice. I'm a certified portfolio manager, and my job is to help you make better decisions with your money. One of the things we try to avoid is investing in companies that push the woke agenda. If you're invested with one of the big firms out there, there's a pretty good chance that you're feeding the beast that hates your values. Our company is 100% conservative, and we'd love to have an opportunity to work with you. Check us out at us-am.com and look for our big, proud American Eagle logo. Welcome back to Pacific SITREP on this Friday. We're here with our co-host, Colonel John Mills. He's fresh back from the Taiwanese elections. Welcome, sir. Thank you for coming on. Hey, Todd. Thank you so much. An honor to be on the on the show. Always exciting. So uh, you were right in the thick of it. Tell us uh, your impression of what happened in Taiwan, the CCP response, all of that. Well, yeah, I, I think bottom line, this was a victory for democracy. This was a victory for Taiwan. This was a victory for uh, populism after uh, Javier Milay and uh, Afuente won in uh, Argentina mm -hmm. uh, in November. Uh, Gert Wilders also in, the, in November in the Netherlands uh, <clears throat> after President Trump in the Iowa caucus. Mm-hmm we now have four populist victories in a row so it was good <clears throat> the uh ccp did try some strong arming in the last few days with some very strong statements mm -hmm. about uh about taiwan <clears throat> the dpp the democratic progressive party the uh um, kind of the make taiwan great again party the populist party won uh, they won decisively in the presidential election. Now, in the uh, legislature, a bit of an odd situation. Hmm. Nobody won a majority, which is the first time in Taiwan history. So they're going to have to figure out some form of a uh, coalition <clears throat> uh, to uh, in the legislative yuan, their legislative mm -hmm. body. It's just a single, single uh, branch. Um, it's not a House and a Senate. It's just... A, a legislative body. Um, so we'll see. Uh, it was the DPP, the in power party, and they, they won the third term in a row, which was also a first in Taiwan. And um, were the, sorry, were they controlling the legislature prior and to they, the election? And they, and they, and prior to the election, they were controlling the legislature. So they lost ground in the legislature. They lost saying. ground, but nobody has a majority. Gotcha. And so that's where it's going to get interesting. Um, the legacy party is the Kuomintang, the KMT, and uh, the multiple multiple assessments is they are a declining party. It's the old Chiang Kai-shek party. Right. Um, they really, <clears throat> although he tried to say that they were not in the pockets of, of the CCP in China, I mean, everybody knows that the KMT yeah. is in the pockets of China. And uh, it was... Uh, who you the 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 mayor of new taipei city a police officer um who won um and uh <clears throat> excuse me um he uh um excuse me he he did he lost he lost mm -hmm. but uh um one thing interesting about him at his press conference before the election he waved around a 
foreign affairs article on essentially the case for the KMT winning. And his argument was, if you vote for me, it's peace. If you vote for the DPP and William Y, it's war. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And very interesting, straight out of the Atlantic Council, uh, straight not the Atlantic Council, straight out of the Foreign Affairs of Council on Foreign Relations. Same argument used in the 1984 election against uh, President Reagan by Walter Mondale. I think that article is ghostwritten form. Very, very obvious. Mm -hmm. um now the uh the taiwan people's party is the third uh is uh, now they have a third party and it was it's somewhat viable they won eight eight seats in the uh, legislative yuan i kind of speculate that there'll be a legislative uh, uh some kind of coalition between the dpp and uh the tpp because mm -hmm. uh, although technically the kmt got one more seat than uh <clears throat> They got like, uh, I think it was 53 seats versus 52 seats. You need 57 for a majority. Gotcha. Um, um, I think the TPP will align with uh, the DPP and you'll, you'll have a populist minus, but the TPP is a bit populist itself. Um, uh, so strong defense spending increases. China, the, the, the person that, China did not want to be president, was elected president, William Lai. Mm -hmm. And they're not happy, obviously. Any military action, any movement of troops to the border, any pre preparations for any kind of uh, offensive or anything that you see? Well, I think uh, we, had a, we had a gathering after uh, the election on Sunday with four academics. Mm -hmm. um, uh, that's very interesting uh, to assess the outcome of the election. <clears throat> I think we're coming in, they're going to have to execute their railway timetable now uh, mm -hmm. to start logistics movements, getting the right cargo to the right ports in the right sequence at the right time. This is a ballet, which usually turns into a mess. Yeah. Um, and they've never done anything like this before on, the, on this scale. So I, uh, they're going to have to land by April. So they have a toehold. Uh, if they're going to go kinetic against Taiwan, because June the 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 bad weather starts and those mm. those straits are rough, mm -hmm. <clears> a <throat> hundred miles, four times the the distance of the English Channel, uh, these these straits are high winds, high sea states, not conducive to trying to marshal ships, trying to do amphibious operations. So, watch this space the indicators are going to be very very clear and obvious if china is going to be making a move that if our IC intelligence community is paying attention and they're not distracted by crt or dei training yeah 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 so uh, you'll be able to see that pretty quickly uh from a logistical standpoint interesting okay it'll be obvious it'll be very obvious well let's take a trip around the world as you said where do we go to next ukraine well, yeah, I wanted just to recount for everybody. Uh, we call mm -hmm. this Pacific Sit Rep, which is mm -hmm. the main theater. Uh, but um, <clears throat> Gordon Chang has made some observations um, that we're seeing a merger of regional conflicts into World War III. You know, if in 1938, if you asked everybody, are we in World War II? They'd say, mm -hmm. well, no. No, we have a, a war going on in China. We have a war going on in Ethiopia. We have a war going on in Spain. We have a war. We have uh, the German leader reoccupying the Rhineland and the frontier and, and um, Austria and Czechoslovakia. But no, we don't have 
a world war. Well, one year later, it was world war. Yeah. Um, I, I, my posit is that we are already in world war three. It is intentional it is calculated. China is the arsonist in chief as they plot, uh, they, they are, they, they've said it out loud. They are yeah. going to take us out. They yeah. are going to topple the American led system. And, uh, but let's go around the world and the different conflicts. So in the kind of the European and, and, and South Asian or Middle Eastern area, here are the conflicts we have in progress or likely to, to start. Obviously Ukraine. And again, always, always, always that's China. Okay. A then huge we, waste of material and resources and yeah, no, treasure no, no. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. A billion dollars of lot. Now that we have an IG inspector general and their staff, we've now, you know, right off the bat, billion dollars of lost equipment mm -hmm. where, where'd it go? Well, we have the Hamas situation, uh, mm -hmm. <clears throat> the Hamas conflict, which is being used as a pretext for all kinds of other things. But let's just face it. The Hamas attack was, overseen directed by iran um and then iran works for china so we got that now we have the greatest uh, uh attack on merchant shipping since world war ii going on in a broad area 20 plus mm -hmm. attacks i have to update my charts we had several while i was gone in taiwan we now have to state that there is a concerted uh uh, willful campaign to drive America out of the Middle East. Now, we still have all these. We have several base camps. President Trump pull, uh, pulled us out, rightfully so, out of, out of Syria and Iraq. And what did the Biden team? They put us right back in. So we have the, this, this smattering of base camps. It's a secret war. We don't talk a whole lot about, but it puts us right directly in harm's way. Well, well that was just... my point. I was going to say, I mean, it, it's intentional because you want us to get shot at, right? Then you have a, you know, a Gulf of Tonkin incident and you can say, rally the, rally the, the American people to fight the evil, you know, doers. I mean, that is what I see happening. Yeah. And well, it, we, we, we have, um, uh, <clears throat> Al-Assad air base, Erbil, uh, mm -hmm. in North Iraq, uh, uh, we have a facility right across the border in Syria. They're all under regular attack now. We actually are getting ballistic missiles fired at, at our camps from inside uh, Iran. And what is the uh, Biden team doing about it? Nothing. Uh, or they, they, did, they did send a few SEALs and killed them in a you know, wrong operation, not planned well, uh, and then didn't say a word about it. But yeah well that's yeah. that yeah that's down in the in the uh war on uh, i'm calling it the world supply chain battle um, okay uh yeah a seal a, a high-speed craft from one of our expeditionary base ships uh intercepted a dow with uh ballistic missile parts uh mm -hmm. headed to the hooties from iran and you know those are these are high risk just from a safety perspective uh, boarded the dow uh and the dow could a dow could be quite a substantial vessel it's not mm -hmm. just a, a rowboat with a couple of guys in it they could yeah. be quite a quite a substantial ship well it looks like unfortunately they were lost at sea uh aborting it uh, uh just wave action and um you know the high risk of trying to get on a, a ladder uh from one vessel to another in high sea states always dangerous now we have this crazy ballistic missile uh, you know, and fire exchange between uh, uh, Iran and Pakistan, both Soviet, uh, excuse me, excuse me, Chinese client states. Yeah, what's your thoughts on that? Why, why is that happening? 
Uh, bad blood historically, uh, uh, terrorist activity out of both nations in the ungoverned spaces of their frontier region. Th these are not uh, these are these are organized crime terrorist groups. Maybe maybe not directed by you know from Islamabad and Tehran, but I mean these are ungoverned spaces, and it's a lot of historical bad blood. That's uh, you know, but it's between Chinese client states. Mm -hmm. Uh, but let's also uh, just wrapping up Europe. Um, I think very likely you're going to see a push by Russian forces from Belarus to create a land bridge to uh, their enclave of Kaliningrad, which is mm. on the Baltic, just below Sweden. Uh, they've always wanted a land bridge to Kaliningrad. Uh, this right now it's separated because of Poland and Lithuania. This well, that that will that will. Uh, start World War Three. That that will definitely start uh, uh, in this. Um, that will trigger um, trigger the uh, NATO Accords. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, dangerous. So that's just that. Let's go to Asia. Obviously, we talk about Taiwan. Concern about uh, April invasion, uh, spring invasion, but very bellicose North Korea, who has just said we're we're no longer trying to unify with the South. We just hate them. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, and then this has forced South Korea and Japan. They've come very close together. They know. I mean, they are ramping up their militaries big time because they know uh, there's trouble about to happen in their neighborhood. And North Korea has essentially become the arms factory for Russia. Uh, to provide their needs. The Philippines is under regular, essentially, assault from China uh, uh, with some of their offshore shoals and small mm -hmm. islands. Uh, and I think Singapore, you got to watch this space because the Chinese will likely make a move toward there because that's a critical, critical mm -hmm. choke point for world supply chains that uh, China has not totally developed their pipeline. They need oil from uh, their, their client states of Iran. <clears throat> excuse me and it comes through a like a one and a half mile a choke point uh, with the, that singapore can can cut off very easily do you think uh, they would uh basically make singapore a vassal state is that what you're um, saying yes yes and uh hmm. I, huh. I would not I, I i just i don't know if they have the resources singapore has a very powerful military they're a small hmm. country with a very powerful military so hmm. They will fight and they keep a lot of resources inside the United States intentionally so that they have a ready reserve that can redeploy to Singapore really? uh, to defend them. Yeah, people don't realize they have a, a number of uh, uh, army units, uh, aviation units inside the United States. Huh. Uh, they're, they're supposed to take the concept was they were supposed to be providing once they get their F-35s, providing the, the, the quick reaction alert intercept force for guam and so they mm -hmm. base a number of their f-35s on guam since we we have a rotational element with air guard units we don't have a dedicated full-time uh, uh air defense element on uh, on guam which is a very bad idea and singapore is supposed to provide that was the idea i mm -hmm. don't know so and then to the americas because wait there's more i mean venezuela going after guiana uh instability in panama and stoked by venezuela and china uh spy base military training of china in cuba 90 miles off the florida coast not too far away from from miami beach yeah and then uh, just full-blown uh relentless onslaught of fentanyl and open southern border much of which is now at this point in time essentially being conducted at the direction of china
and the via the cartels I would and the Biden administration well 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 yeah I mean well China mm -hmm. is now directing the cartels I mean mm -hmm. that's the that's the hierarchy and the line and block chart on the organization chart uh, the cartels work for China now mm. anything else you want our uh to brighten our morning no our no eyes, happy new year know? God is in control do not fret and uh <clears throat> We will prevail, and uh, uh, pretty soon, hopefully, God willing, we will have uh, uh, the proper president back in office. Uh, well, let's will... talk about that for a second. I just wrote an op-ed. I, I feel like there's way too much optimism that is possibly not justified. I mean, all of this, Trump's coming back, he won Iowa. The machines haven't been fixed. You know, the World Economic Forum is putting on a happy face. You know, they're letting Millet talk and, and others, but uh, they're still talking about disease X and killing everyone and, and complete censorship. And, you know, we're the main threat to democracy. And so I don't I see a cause for putting your nose to the wheel, not necessarily feeling good about things. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, I don't think I ever said feeling good about that. Not you. I'm talking about other people more than not you. Yeah. Like other media personalities are Trump's coming back. Well, that'd I mean, be great. That'd be great. But, you know, well, there's there's no, a lot there yet. There's a lot that can happen between now and then. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, they're going to try to throw the election again, mm -hmm. um, you know, but there's there's with third party candidates uh, that changes the dynamics significantly with uh, mm -hmm. Biden's uh, uh, Biden's taking tanking numbers um we got a you know with the uh georgia case falling apart uh in uh, uh against trump uh you know the big concern is still maricopa in arizona and and pennsylvania but you know the polling numbers are showing uh trump ahead but we just gotta yeah to put our shoulder to the wheel uh get get out merrick we gotta figure out something with maricopa and i'm gonna call later today uh with some national uh, uh a national group talking about this well, Georgia's a mess too. I mean, we're very involved there, and, and then Kemp is not on Trump's side, and the machines haven't been fixed, and the the voter registrations in the cloud with Raffensburger, and the judges are not allowing any cases to be heard, and it's a mess. So uh, anyway, thank you. I just wanted your opinion on that. Have a good day, Colonel. Take care. Thank there. you very much, Todd.